All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy Friday. Yeah, if you felt that ground shake beneath your feet around 1030 this morning, Eastern time, it's because the second of two momentous Supreme Court rulings were issued today. The Supreme Court overturned the Roe v. Wade abortion ruling of 50 years ago. It does not ban abortion in America, as some people are trying to suggest. It simply sends the issue back to the states and allows each state to set its law, its rules, for when a woman can or cannot have an abortion. This was in the Dobbs v. Mississippi case, and in a very important ruling, six of the justices affirmed the Mississippi law that was restricting abortions, and three, the liberals, did not. When we look back at this, folks, the big picture outcome of this is that, at the end of the day, President Trump's legacy is cemented by the last two days of the Supreme Court's rulings. Yesterday, the right to bear arms, not just to own them, but to bear them, carry them in public, affirmed by the Supreme Court in a 6-3 ruling. And today, in the same 6-3 margin, the Supreme Court rules that Roe v. Wade must be overturned and sent back to the states. Two extraordinary moments in the court's history, two momentous rulings that will have years, if not decades, of impact on American society. And if we're being honest about it, we have to go back to those moments when the United States faced momentous political decisions. Let's go back to 2016. There are really two moments that made yesterday and today possible. The first was Mitch McConnell's decision to not allow Merrick Garland's nomination from President Obama to be considered by the United States Senate that left open a seat that Donald Trump then filled. And then, of course, there were three conservative justices confirmed under President Trump in just four years, all of them ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade today. And they, well, the third one, Amy Coney Barrett, came in an election year, and it was the president who made that decision to push and ensure that that final seat got filled when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. This is an enormous legacy cementer for former President Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States. It fundamentally changes America. It doesn't outlaw abortion nationwide. 
just like some Democrats have been claiming. This just sends it back to the states. And my guess is half the states will have strong restrictions and half the states will have very open abortion access. In either case, the law of the land is what has happened here. Now, what's a little disturbing to some people, uh, Joe Biden always kept saying, you know what? I'm going to always abide by the institutions. I'm going to restore confidence in the institutions. But in the last two days, Joe Biden has repeatedly made comments as president trying to delegitimize the United States Supreme Court, calls their rulings unconstitutional, extreme ideology. These are not the words President Joe Biden said he would use to restore government. But you know what? When things don't go his way or Democrats' way, what do we get? We get violence. We get mean rhetoric. We get institution bashing statements when, in fact, what we should do is say, all right, the court has spoken. We understand it. We don't agree with it, but we understand it to be the law of the land. We'll see how the next 48 to 72 hours unfold, how much violence there may be in America or in Washington, D.C., but a momentous and extraordinary day in American history to be listening to for sure, to be absorbing for sure, to understand its short and long-term impact on American culture because Donald Trump's legacy is most noticeable in today's clear ruling, as well as yesterday's big ruling on the Second Amendment. All right, we've got two amazing guests for you. Ron Johnson, Senator from Wisconsin. Uh, We had an amazing story last night that really impacted the discussion about the January 6th Commission again. January 6th Commission put out some text messages. They were edited. You didn't get the full text messages. Very important contextual, factual Text messages were left out of what was released to the public, and that caused the media to accuse Ron Johnson of wrongdoing. We're going to tackle that in a second. And then coming up second, a longtime advocate for life in America, a longtime opponent of abortion, Reverend Alveda King is here to give us her reaction to this momentous ruling. She attended the arguments last year. We had her on the show then. Today, she's going to come on and tell us what her reaction is, what the reaction of all pro-life Americans are on this day and what can be expected as we go ahead in the days ahead. Two great guests, Ron Johnson, Alveda King. What a great lineup. Now, before we go to the commercial break, I want to give you some context so that when you hear Senator Johnson speak, you'll know what happened. As I said, the January 6th committee, led by Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney and Adam Schiff and all the other great members there, well, they released select text messages from Johnson's phones to... Mike Pence. And the suggestion was that Ron Johnson tried to hand alternate electors on January 6th to Mike Pence. In fact, that is the direct headline that Politico had. It was a conspiracy, an effort to undo the election. That's how it was played for about 48 hours. Well, I went and got the full text messages and I looked at those text messages and it was anything but. It turns out that Ron Johnson never went to the Capitol with the materials, the electors. He never tried to hand anything to Mike Pence. What happened was a third party called in, said they had something they wanted to get to Mike Pence. Ron Johnson kicked it to his staff. His staff vetted it out, talked to Mike Pence, and decided it would be inappropriate. They weren't going to deliver these electors. And oh, by the way, it didn't matter anyways. This is one of the text messages that were edited out dishonestly by the Democrats. They edited out an extraordinary fact. And that is that Mike Pence already knew that these alternate elector slates were coming his way and that he asked for them to be mailed. He was expecting them to come in the mail. So even if Ron Johnson had done it, which he didn't, by the way, 
important fact. It wouldn't have made much difference. But you know what? It didn't matter. The media smeared Ron Johnson over and over again, including last night. The Monkey Journal Sentinel wrote one of the most dishonest stories I have ever seen written in politics. They're smearing Ron Johnson. And this is how it happens, right? When you only have a one-sided hearing where there is not an adversarial opportunity to challenge information facts, give the other side of the story, you allow one side to falsely accuse others without a consequence, without a counterbalance. And that's what the January 6th Commission's biggest failure is. It's un-American. I believe there are a lot of important issues that need to be resolved about January 6th, including why was the Capitol so insecurely staffed that day? Why did Nancy Pelosi refuse to get the troops? I think there are legitimate questions about some of the tactics that the Trump supporters used in trying to pressure Mike Pence. These are all legitimate questions. No one is going to argue about that. But what's not legitimate is not having a hearing, but it's illegitimate, is having a hearing where fairness, accuracy, completeness of information isn't afforded the American public. And once again, like it's done time and time again, we remember Congressman Loudermilk, this show, our site, Just the News, corrected that record, the false accusations against Loudermilk that he ran a surveillance operation with insurrectionists at the Capitol. That did not happen, according to Capitol Police. Ron Johnson did not try to hand evidence to Mike Pence. False. Remember all the way back to November when I broke the story that Bernie Carrick, the former NYPD commissioner, was falsely accused. Time and time and time and time again, there is a repeated effort to use half facts, innuendo, the sort of stuff that went on during the McCarthy years in the 50s to smear people. And that's why having an adversarial system in hearings and courts is so important. Well, folks, that gives you some context. We're going to go take a quick commercial break here from our great partners. When we come back, Ron Johnson, Senator from Wisconsin, kind of talk to us about what it was like to be smeared that way, what the real truth about what happened that day was. And then we're going to turn to the great Dr. Alveda King, Reverend Alveda King. She is going to tell us her reaction to the historic ruling that occurred today in the United States Supreme Court. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code 
Just News. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. At the top of the show, I told you about these extraordinary text messages that you didn't get the first time Congress released them. That's because the January 6th committee has a good record of not giving you the whole story every time. But the man who was really unfairly tarred by them is joining us right now, Senator Ron Johnson from the great state of Wisconsin. Senator, great to have you on the show again. Great to be with you, John. It is an amazing thing. I swear I've seen this bad movie like three or four times just in the last month, but you have this maelstrom against you. There are headlines saying you were trying to secretly slip fake electors to uh, Mike Pence. And, you know, it sounds like a sensational story. There's a few text messages that lean it that way. And people are already jumping to conclusions. Then you find out there's a whole nother half of the story. What is it like to be in that position, to know that that's not what happened, but to see you know, basically every major media in the country reporting it differently? Well, it's not particularly fun. Yeah, I bet you know, that's right. You know, I, I, I come from the private sector where your integrity is everything to you. Okay, that's how you succeed in business. And so I've meticulous, ma- meticulously maintained my integrity as a U.S. senator, but it's being falsely attacked almost on a daily, if not hourly basis. And yeah. this is just the latest attack where they, they take something uh, completely out of context. Uh, they, they leap to all kinds of conclusions, put the worst possible construction you know, I tell them the truth. They don't believe it. And so then you have to, you got to dig, dig through, uh, you know, your memory banks and, and provide them irrefutable proof that what you told them was true in the first place. But, you know, that 48 hours later, the, the lie has traveled multiple times around the world. And it's just kind of hard to repair your reputation that has been falsely uh, yeah. in, in, you know, impugned. I can't imagine what it's like. And I see this headline because this is really this is a headline that most people probably walk up, walk, walk up to and watching. A lot of people certainly in, in the political know read Politico every day. The headline is Ron Johnson tried to hand, tried to hand fake elector info to Mike Pence on January 6th panel reveals. First off, that's not what the panel revealed, even with their partial release. There is a but 
uh, let's just walk through this and slow it down for people and help them understand. It's January 6th. It's about to be uh, the certification of the 2020 elections. It's about noon, pretty chaotic day. You get a text message from a lawyer you kind of generally know in Wisconsin, right? Right. And by the way, the, the other headline that ticks me off is I pushed, I tried to push these you know, oh, yes. Electors. Nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, that yeah. might have been the Washington Post, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, right. it's, it's so, crazy. So Jim, Jim Troopas, I met him because he testified as Trump's attorney at our uh, December 2020 hearing you know, entitled uh, Examine the Irregularities of the 2020 Election, of which there were many in Wisconsin. So Jim testified under truth. By the way, it sounds to me, because I did quick talk to Jim, he's also a completely innocent bystander yeah. in, in this uh, in this delivery saga yep. okay he was contacted because he knew me they wanted to deliver these because i'm the only guy that can really deliver these to to pence at this late time because we're, we're literally i'm going to start our set of proceedings i think at one so i get this text from jim at 11:36, you know less than an hour and a half before i, I i'm pretty sure the proceedings are going to start at one and it reads we need to get a document on the Wisconsin electors to you for the VP immediately. Yeah, that doesn't even say these are an alternate. It's very generic, right? No, it just says document on Wisconsin electors. You know, I have no idea what this is, okay? But it seems like, oh, you know, the vice president wants these or needs this. You know, how how can we get these to you? So is there a staff person I can talk to immediately? Thanks, Jim. So, again, I'm assuming, because, again, this was my involvement in this thing, John, was probably lasted in total seconds, yeah. maybe a minute. Okay? Yep. So my guess is I probably went out to my new chief of staff, started that day. He'd been my legislative director, worked at the White House, and then had come back. And, and I'm trying to say, Sean, can you handle this? And so then my, my first text is six minutes later at 11.42, I just say, Jim, meet Sean Riley, my new chief of staff. And Jim replies, thank you, Jim. And, okay, so then that set in motion, my chief of staff carrying out a mission. I, you know, we, we were told that we had to get some documents to the vice president. So my chief of staff obviously knew people in the White House, knew people in, in Pence's staff. And so this is what the committee released from my, well, first of all, from this vice president Pence's staff, you know, what's up? You know, suck, what's up? And then my chief staff says, Johnson needs to hand something to V. POTUS. Please advise. Now, he probably get the need, the needs from the, the uh, text I got that said, right. we need to get documents. So right. that's why yeah. he he's just those, picking he's up the same language told, as the request. I told him I need it. He's just kind of looking at that. Uh, and then what is it? And my chief staff says, alternate slavery electors for Michigan and Wisconsin because archivists didn't receive them. So we'd obviously gotten these things by now. And the, the final text that the, that the committee released says, do not give that to him. So let's stop right there. Yep. We, we have since found out, because nobody remembered this at all. You know, the press wasn't buying it, but it's just true. Nobody, this was such a blip on our, our radar screen here. But we, we did find out that these things apparently came from Congressman Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania's office, okay? Mm-hmm. And there was a you know, kind of staff and staff exchange, so we got right. this envelope. You know, my staff looked at it. You know, Sean obviously found out that uh, this was the ultimate slate of electors, and so that's why he, he was able to communicate that to the, his contact, the vice president's staff. So then uh, at 12.46, 70 minutes after I got the first text, yep. you know, I'm informed of this, and so I texted Jim again. We have been informed the VP cannot accept my unsealed mail. 
any unsealed, unsealed mail and I cannot hand it to him. And that's where that's it the end of the story. In fact, that's the due diligence that you would expect someone in, in a position of power like you to do. All right, you get a request. Let's check it out. Should we do it? No, we shouldn't. We're not doing it. That's all that happened here. But you would not know that from the way the committee released the documents yesterday or the way the media reported the release. Um, and there's another element here that really struck me, which is the, the inference was this was kind of your idea. We're going to get the you know, you're going to get an alternate electors from your state. The vice president already knew these were coming, according to text messages. Like, oh, yeah, they're in the mail. Don't worry about it. We'll get them. Uh, at least his staff was saying that. Um, there's really nothing about this uh, except you doing due diligence, and then you're done, and it's turned into some conspiracy. I, it's it's mind-numbing to me, to be honest with you, sir. Yeah, yeah I wasn't involved. I mean, I just, yeah. uh, you know, somebody, somebody just threw this in my court. Yep, you kicked and, it to your staff. You know, I, I took care of it and, you know, obviously never delivered them. I never tried to push, never talked to the vice president about this. I mean, my involvement literally, I can only assume, is probably took seconds, if not, you know, certainly no more than a minute or two. Right. And this got blown into, like, I was part of some vast right-wing conspiracy to undermine the election. I mean, nothing could be further from the truth. And that's what I told the media. We issued a statement right away that I had no involvement whatsoever in this alternate. And people cast dispersion on it. There were actually articles written saying, we don't believe Ron Johnson's a statement. I, there were like two or three articles, like they just, without right. any basis, they just say, we don't believe it. Right. No, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's sick. It's what I live with uh, yeah. on a, a daily basis. I want to ask you about something that goes to just the more fundamental issue of fairness. We, we've always had a system of justice, and that system is extended into Congress with investigative hearings that each side gets a chance to tell its story. There's an adversarial relationship so that if one side has one viewpoint and another one has another, they can clash. And then the American public can look and say, the January 6th committee for me, and I've been here 32 years in Washington, it's the first committee I've ever seen that hasn't used the adversarial process. And as a result, we've had some real whoppers. Here's the latest whopper, right? There's no doubt about uh, people tomorrow morning will be writing a different story than they wrote yesterday. But you have Barry, Mod- uh, Barry Loudermilk accused of casing the joint with insurrectionists the day before. It turns out he wasn't even in the Capitol. The Capitol police are like, he didn't do anything wrong. It was a normal constituent visit. That was allowed for six weeks to stand in the medium. Uh, earlier on, Bernie Carrick is accused of attending a meeting in July 5th to overturn the elections. He's not even in Washington. He was in New York with a sick family member. Um, the danger that a, a one-sided hearing now is starting to impose in the sense that it's, it's been able to effectively mislead the American public. Uh, how do we fix this one-sided show that we've, we've allowed to go on in Congress? Well, it's very difficult because we have a one-sided media by and large. The media is complicit in all this. Uh, I mean, obviously, they knew that, for example, Hillary Clinton uh, had approved because her campaign was uh, sending out the information on Alpha Bank. A member of the media got that from the the Hillary Clinton campaign. So so they they, they knew that that information was tainted. So we've seen example after example after example of this. You know, yeah. dating back to the Hillary Clinton email scandal, and the press is absolutely complicit. So, so it's very difficult. I mean, in my case, had, had we had you know, legitimate uh, Republicans on that panel, they would have seen about this. They would have seen that, uh, first of all, the committee was only going to release part of the text exchange between my chief of staff and vice president's staff. Uh, they would have been able to contact me and say, hey, uh, you're about ready to get smeared here. Uh, is, is there another side of this story? And I, I could have 
you know, then taking a couple days to go, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll look into it. I mean, I don't remember anything about this, but we would have been able to find what we found and, you know, kind of piece things together. And I could provide that information. And so in, if the Democrats would have actually brought this up, we would have another side going, you know, and then that's, it's, he, you know, that's not what this is. Okay. Johnson yeah. is innocent. Okay. He, he was barely involved in this thing. He, he's, he was involved in this for maybe a couple minutes worth of his time. But of course, that's not what happened. They spring this. The press runs with it. The complicit media runs with it. They put the worst possible construction on it. They smear me for 48 hours yep. until I have time to really go, okay, what happened here? I mean, you know, it takes a little, little, little time to dig up memories from 18 months ago. Yeah, it really is remarkable. And this is a game they've sprung, they keep springing things like this. I mean, they did it to Loudermilk, they did it to Carrick. And by the time you're able to get the factual base together, uh, they, they've already moved on to another story and the media doesn't come back and really do its job and correct this. And it really is a, is a shameful thing. I want to ask you about this because it, 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 now that they've raised all these issues, and I think I know the answer because I've done a lot of reporting today, but were you ever interested in getting an alternate electors? Were you involved in the process? Were you recruiting no. the names for electors? No, I, yeah. no. again, I was completely uninvolved. And I, yeah. I issued that immediately. You did. Okay, that I was comp- I was uninvolved. I had no involvement nope. whatsoever in this, and I had no idea that I was going to be asked to deliver these. Yeah, and again, again, seventy minutes worth of total office involvement, a couple yeah. minutes out of my time. I yeah. mean, again, this was such a non-story. But, but again, it's the you know the the lies travel multiple times around the world before the truth ever has chance to find its shoes, and that's you know again the truth. I mean, that's what happened in this case as well. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I think the left and the Democrats, because it's the same crowd that's been playing this game really since about 2016, uh, the Adam Schiff type of person, they have figured out that they can do the damage before the correction can come back. And it just seems to be almost systematic now that it seems to be, uh, they, they know they don't really care because by the time they get caught, they've already moved on to their next, their next uh, uh, allegation. I mean, John, they, they can't defend the disastrous results of their policy, the, the fundamental transformations they can't. of this country, which is fundamentally destroying it. They, so they can't defend open borders and yeah. record high gas prices and 40-year high inflation. They, they can't. So all they can do is smear and engage in the politics of personal destruction. All they can yeah. do is try and destroy their political opponents, and they're very practiced at doing it. They're very good at it. Yes. And it's very unfortunate. It's that that is they are the danger of this democracy. Yep. No, there, there is a tremendous danger to this democracy with these false stories now becoming, you know, the creation of false reality on a daily basis. You played such an important role unraveling the Russia collusion case, which was another trick out of this or a bad, uh, dirty trick out of this playbook. Do you have any recourse? Can you go uh, to the Senate floor, ask for a censure of the House members? Is there anything you can do to try to force attention uh, beyond, you know, what we've done here and what you're going to do over the next few days? But what recourse do you have to get your good name uh, back and to get these false allegations back in the toothpaste tube? Well, the first thing is just get the truth out there. So, again, we took a little while to just, like you say, search our memory banks and say, where did this all come? from you know so we had to piece it together but you know now we've got the truth out there but you know the press has been hammering me yeah. i mean every time i walk you know between my office and the, i've got people with their cameras in my face and you know they won't leave me alone so I, guys i got nothing to tell you i've told you everything i know right uh, but they won't you know but now you think they're gonna hound me on this no now, now on i don't another story i mean it'll be it'll be silence they've done their damage yeah 
it's the drive-by media. They've done their personal destruction. Um, and now they move on to something else. Like, you know, they shrug their shoulders and move on to a different target yeah. or retarget me. They'll, they'll, yep. they'll make up something else to keep targeting me because yep. that's, that's, this is going to be relentless. Yeah, oh, you're one of the big prizes in the 2022 election. Wisconsin's going to be one of those states that decide the, the election and control the Senate. The good thing I think about the people of Wisconsin, and I lived there for eight years and, and went to school there, and they are a very smart, wholesome group of people. I mean, the whole state just has this ignored, uh, like the old farm ethic of people. They actually take a little bit of time to find out if they're getting sold a bad set of goods. And, and I think what's going to be interesting is the more they throw these fake attacks at you, the more they must be starting to realize these things are being thrown around because they don't want to talk about $6 gas. They don't want to talk about Afghanistan, Russia, Iran. Um, it, at some point, this almost probably becomes a political asset to you that they keep having these things blow up on them. Do you think the, the people who put you in office twice and are considering to do it a third time can see through a lot of these smoke screens? Well, it doesn't feel like an asset right now. Yeah, I'm sure uh, not. We, 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 you know, we have very good talk radio hosts. We really do. So, so yeah. conservatives are listening to us and they listen to the truth. But if people aren't paying attention, again, the media is powerful. You know, these lies are damaging. Yep. You can kind of tell by, by some of my poll numbers. I mean, I don't deserve those kind of poll numbers. You know, again, I've meticulously maintained my integrity. I've accomplished a lot as a U.S. senator. I mean, I'm the guy that even Republican tax reform, where we were only going to give a tax cut to 5% American businesses, I'm the guy that made sure that 95% of American businesses got a tax cut. Right. I'm the guy that, that did right to try it, saving lives with COVID. I'm the guy that did the, the uh, Joseph Project, which has transform, transformed lives. So I, I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks uh, in a speech. I said, if I were a Democrat, Sander, my approval ratings would be sky high. They the, would. the press would be singing my praises. They would. But I'm not. They want to destroy me because they are radical leftists themselves. They are complicit in this. And that's the very sorry state of our politics. We do not have an unbiased press. We don't. And it's also important to remind people, you played a really critical role in unraveling a lot of their earlier bogus stories. Your your effort to get the text message and so many other facts out about Russia, all the things you did to get the truth out about Ukraine, and the fact that Hunter Biden, it turns out, had a legal problem, even when we were told there was no there there. You went and got all those things. On, on the early COVID stuff, we look back now and all the criticism you got, but now almost the entire world health community is where you were 18 months ago on COVID, asking the right questions. Is some of this because you've been able to constantly be the contrarian who scored on a lot of these false stories? They want to pay you back for that? Yeah, they, they just want the Senate seat. They believe yeah. it's theirs. Yeah. But, you know, John, you're aware of the fact that I, I literally had senior Democrats create a false intelligence product, yes. have it cleared, leaked it to the media, accusing Chuck Grassley and I, the president pro tem of the Senate, the chairman of the Finance Committee, I'm chairman of Homeland Security, Governmental Affairs, accused us of soliciting and disseminating Russian disinformation. They're the ones that entered Russian disinformation at our record. It, nothing could have been further from the truth. But again, the media picked up on that. There are hundreds of news stories. They're running this, you know, that, that Johnson was, you know, a target of Russian. He was, he was being used by them. And he's, he's soliciting and disseminating Russian disinformation. Nothing could have been further from the truth. So again, this isn't new to me. Yeah. Now, this is, I've been experiencing this treatment time and time again, and this is generally driven by senior Democrats who are unbelievably corrupt, and their governance is destroying this country. So I, I hope the truth can prevail. Yeah. I mean, my, my race literally is truth versus lies and distortions. And I'm just hoping and praying 
the truth can prevail. Yeah, that's well. That's what this is. This is going to be a bellwether race to see if we can, if that can actually happen. So, so many other important things going to town. Just real quickly, because I know how busy you are with gas the way it is, uh, with the markets the way they are. A lot of everyday middle class, hardworking people, particularly in the state of Wisconsin, they're really in a pinch. And all Joe Biden could tell them today was, "You got to suck it up, suck it up, guys. Make a sacrifice. There's got to be a better path." Our Repub- what are some of the things Republicans are doing to try to get in a position to get this economy in a better position for everyday Americans? Well, gas prices. Let's go back to energy independence. It was a bipartisan goal for decades. Yep, we achieved it under the last administration. And you know, first thing in in first day in office, President Biden de- declares war on fossil fuel, canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, among other things. And now, now all of a sudden, we're not energy independent. We've got over $5 a gallon gas. So, again, what we need to do is point out to our citizens that these things didn't just happen. Open borders, record, you know, record gas prices, high inflation, high energy prices, rising crime, you know, <laughs> a shortage of baby formula. This is the United States of America, and we don't have enough baby formula for our infants. This didn't just happen. Government caused this. Democrat governance caused this. So the, the, the best thing Republicans do is point it out. And then if we are fortunate to be given power, uh, first of all, you know, stand athwart history and yell, stop, stop the Biden agenda, and then work to lay out what our agenda is going to be so we can win in 2024 and we can start governing again. Yeah. Right now it's going to with Democrat in the office, a committed radical leftist. He's, Joe Biden's not a, not a moderate, or certainly the people that are running the show there are radical leftists, and it's destroying this country. This, this fundamental transformation of America is fundamentally destroying America, and Americans have to wake up to that reality. Yeah, and today we saw our president actually cast doubt on the legitimacy of the Supreme Court, saying he disagreed. It was an unconstitutional ruling. He actually, every president has accepted their lumps when they've lost at the Supreme Court. Not this president. He actually called out the Supreme Court and challenged the entire constitutional system that our founding fathers gave us. Really, really a remarkable moment. So I know it's been a painful couple of days, but I have a funny feeling the facts are turning in your favor because they always were in your favor. Uh, I just want to thank you for spending some time and helping us understand the truth here. We're going to get it out to as many people as we can. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Have a great day. You too, sir. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. 
Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As we were discussing a momentous, life-changing decision out of the United States Supreme Court today. And one of the people who have worked tirelessly for years to get to this point is Dr. Alveda King. She is joining us. She's, of course, the head of Alveda King Ministries, a great evangelist, a tremendous champion for pro-life work joining us now. Dr. King, great to have you on today. It's wonderful to join you, and what a day, what a day. You, I remember you being in Washington last fall when, when the arguments occurred, and I know the hopeful thoughts you had after those arguments to see the ruling today, to understand it's real after the leak, all the different dramas, your initial reaction to what the court did today. My initial reaction, after all of these years of praying, working, hoping, desiring to see people's hearts change and for the United States Supreme Court to make a decision in favor of life. With the reversal of Dobbs going back to the states, we know that lives will be saved. I believe our work, of course, changes, but it doesn't stop. We have to now work state by state to have people value the sanctity of all human life from the womb to the tomb. Yeah, it's so important. And I I think that's the important thing. You have always work to move that sanctity of life, that respect for life back to in the womb where it was taken away in 72. Uh, What has that fight been like for you? I mean, this is a very personal issue for you. And maybe you could share with our listeners one more time the incredible journey you've had on the issue of abortion. The issue of life and uh, as opposed to abortion, all the way back to 1950, when my grandfather asked my mother not to abort me, he told her he had seen me in a dream three years prior, wow. and that I had bright skin and bright red hair, and I was going to bless many people. I call that my prophetic ultrasound. And then many years later, I did what I call drinking the Kool-Aid, and I bought into the lie that a woman should be able to abort her children. And, uh, of course, I was told that my babies were blobs of tissue and they didn't feel anything. Right. And, of course, all of these kinds of things are what we have heard since abortion became legal in America. And the Dobbs case, of course, reversing and going back to the states, will let the, we the people weigh in and know the truth. I had a, a spiritual experience with the Lord Jesus Christ and confessed all of my sins and was able, therefore to birth six living children, even though I did have abortion. Wow, amazing, absolutely amazing. Now, when you look at this, uh, there is a lot of work still ahead of you, as you said. What do, for those who want to go find a state where abortion is still going to be legal, what do you want to do to reach them, to give them a message of hope, to give them alternatives that abortion isn't the only choice you have? Well, we just want to make sure that they also know all the options of how they don't need to have an abortion, don't have to have an abortion, no matter what the circumstances are. And I believe the faith community is going to be very important in these decisions to be there to meet the need of these families that feel that they don't have another choice. You notice I don't just say the mothers or the women, 
but the family, the dad should weigh in, the family and the community should be there to support people so that these decisions uh, will always be in favor of life. One of my favorite moments at the end of the Trump presidency was knowing that you got the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award, an amazing thing. I know you and President Trump have a very special relationship. The work he did to get three Supreme Court justices who would think the same way and row in the same direction to overturn Roe v. Wade, your thoughts about his legacy on this decision? I've, I've known President Trump to be a very fair-minded person with a great admiration of the work of my uncle, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. And because of that, I know that not only do did we get the Supreme Court justices that, that helped to make this to happen, but so many things were done for the uh, historically black colleges and universities, the African-American community. Just so many things were done throughout our communities and for all America. So we've been very blessed, and today is definitely a very blessed day. I, I wanted to stay on with you a little longer, but I can't. Is there one more question? Uh, that yeah, I just can one answer? last question. What comes next? I know there's a little bit of worry about violence and those pro-life clinics that are helping people, maybe being targeted by angry people. What is your worry? What's your hope there? I have no worries, but pray for the pregnancy care centers. Everybody keep your eyes open and assure those who feel as though they're adversely impacted by this decision there is still love and hope in america and so let's just serve each other and live those are good words of wisdom dr king it's always an honor to have you on the show thank you for your tireless work in fight in fighting for life thank you god bless you all right folks we're going to take a quick commercial break we'll be right back after this message delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery Starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So grateful that you could join us. Always thankful for your time. A big thank you to our guest today, Ron Johnson, Reverend Alveda King, who really brought us currency, important facts. We're just so grateful that they were able to join us today. And before you go for the weekend, it's going to be one of those weekends where you sit on the deck or the backyard and maybe have a good glass of wine. Well, we've got a great new partner. I love them. Wine enthusiasts been supporting our journalism, our show here. They're great folks. And hey, it's summertime, right? It's a perfect time for you to be drinking wine, enjoying it with your friends and family. But as you all know, because you probably left a bottle out that's spoiled, the summer heat and sunlight can ruin your wine and your good times. Because if the wine is spoiled when you pop that cork, well, it's not a great discovery, right? So now's the time to get those bottles out of boxes or off the countertops and protect them with a wine fridge 
from Wine Enthusiast. Wine Enthusiast designs and offers the largest selections of wine coolers for every drinker, whether your collection is six bottles large or 600 bottles. Plus, expert wine storage consultants are available by phone to help you find the right fit for all your needs. That's a really great deal. Here's what you do, because they've set up a special offer for all of us at the Just Seduce family. You visit wineenthusiast.com or text the word John, J-O-H-N, to 511-511. That's pretty easy to remember. Don't miss Wine Enthusiast July 4th Wine Cellar and Furniture Sale. You ready for this? You're going to save 25%, up to 25% on wine cellars and fine furniture right now through July 4th. Text the word John, J-O-H-N, to 511-511 today to see for yourself. Listen, these are guys that are supporting what we do. Make the journalism, the scoops that we had on Ron Johnson in January 6th or Russia collusion in Ukraine. They make that journalism possible. So let wine enthusiasts know that you love them. Go check out their special offers. All you got to do is text my first name, John, J-O-H-N, to 511 to 511 to get started. Take advantage of that big sale, the July 4th wine cellar and furniture sale. You're getting up to 25% off on this special offer. Thank you for supporting them. They're great folks. I love their products. I love their philosophy. And I'm so grateful they're part of our Just the News John Solomon Reports family. All right, folks, we've got a great weekend show on Saturday. First off, don't forget, I've got a Saturday show on Sirius XM Radio, the Patriot Channel. Check that out. We always have great guests on that. And then on Sunday, what a lineup. The man who will have the lead investigative committee in the House if Republicans take over next year, James Comer. Right now, the ranking member could be the chairman next year of the House Oversight Committee. James Comer is going to lay out his agenda. What does he want to investigate about the border? about Hunter Biden. You're going to get that. Alan Dershowitz is going to give us his take on the big Supreme Court rulings this week. Mike Collins just won the runoff in Georgia, defeated Vernon Jones. He's going to run for a house in a Republican area. I'm almost certain to be the next congressman from that area. Mike Collins is with us. The head of Handgun Owners of America, Eric Pratt, has a lot to say about the big gun ruling on Thursday. We got that. And then we'll have a little bit of laughter. You need a little laughter every so often. Michael Loftus, the great comedian who does that Tonight Show, he is hysterical funny. He made a sing-along song for the disinformation office. Oh, my God, it's hysterical. You got to listen to the end of the podcast. You're going to smile as you go into your Sunday. That'll be our Sunday lineup. Uh, and then we'll be back Monday with regular program. Don't forget to check out the Sirius XM show, 9 a.m. Eastern time on the Patriot channel. We're so grateful to have that opportunity as well. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. It's time to go yonder into the weekend. We will be keeping you covered and up to date on any violence, any reaction, any news that occurs in the aftermath of the big epic rulings in the Supreme Court this Thursday and Friday. Very important stuff. We'll let you know everything minute by minute at justthenews.com. Until then, may God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country, the United States. Yep, you've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z 
The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.